Hi everyone, happy Monday. I'm sitting here ready to start my week and I thought I'd pop in and um, have a bit of a chat with you guys because um, I want to answer a few more questions um, for my newsletter. And um, there's a couple of things that I've been thinking about that I thought we could chat about today. Um, I've got Fred here. He obviously wants to say hello. Say hi. Say hello, Fred. <laughs> He's camera shy. Okay, so I want to talk about the idea of being curious. Um, this is something we talk about in our gut health program, having a mindset that is curious and not conclusive. So instead of having that black and white thinking of um, it's my way or the highway, you know, this is the way I'm going to do it. And there's, if I don't do, for instance, healthy eating. Okay. It's, there's a lot of people that get into a very black and white mindset with the diet that they follow. So they may be keto or gaps or, um, whatever. And they decide that this is the way that you've got to do it. And if you don't do it this way, you're doing it wrong. And maybe they don't think that about other people. Maybe they just think that about themselves and they think I have to stick to the rules or I've messed it all up and then I've failed. And so then I just scrap the diet for the rest of the week and start again on Monday because that's when you start diets. We all know that. <laughs> and, you know, we all get caught up in this way of thinking sometimes. Um, but I really love the idea that, um, there are principles when it comes to food and health and everything in life. Um, and it's the principles we should be um, thinking about and working out how to work those principles into our everyday lives in a way that is sustainable, in a way that suits the season of life that you're at, um, the responsibilities that you have going at the moment, the stresses on your life, the um, age. For, I know for women, um, it really makes a difference as to where you're at in your, um, I guess, your hormonal stage of life. Like for me, things have changed with my diet um, as I've gotten older. Uh, my metabolism slowed down. Um, you know, there's different things that I need to support more, um, like my hormones. You know, there's a lot of things to consider when it comes to diet. It's not just one size fits all and it's not black and white, that's for sure. And I'm sure most of you know that, but it can be something that, um, you know, we can get caught up in the idea that, okay, now I've figured it out and this is what I'm going to do and I'm just going to stick to these black and white rules. Um, and instead of having a curious mindset, um, we get this conclusive thinking and then when we fail, we crash. Um, so I think it's really important to always keep an open mind when it comes to health and diet and to read and research and um, try different things and work out what works for you. Fred, you're really noisy. He wants to talk as well. Um, and I was listening to a podcast on the weekend um, <laughs> some people who um, benefited from, um, I guess, my recipes and the gut health retreat that we held um, a couple of years ago, and it really helped them to change their way of thinking, not just with food, but also it flows on to all of life. So um, 
I'll link the podcast below, but it was really good because in the podcast, Dave mentions um, the importance of being curious. And that's why I started thinking about this again. And he said, if someone ever comes in and challenges your paradigm, don't just shut them down, be curious. And he talked about how he was a farmer using regular, you know, well, I guess modern methods of farming and um, completely wrecking the soil and using heaps of fertilizers and chemicals and all of that to um, keep it all going. And he, he started to get curious about, well, you know, if our bodies thrive when we nourish them and get rid of the toxins and go back to the natural way of eating, Maybe there's a parallel here for the land. Maybe I need to be thinking about this with um, the way that I farm. And he started to get curious about that kind of thing. And he started to research what, you know, how can you nourish the soil? How can you um, heal the land by reducing the toxins and increasing the um, what it needs to um, be nourished? And he became, uh, um, slowly over time, he learned more and more and became um, a regenerative farmer. And now he coaches regenerative farmers um, in how to transition to regenerative, regenerative farming. And I just found that so interesting because, you know, if you have a curious mindset, it overflows into all areas of your life. You begin maybe like you may be like me and you began with being curious about food and thinking, how can I work on healing my family naturally? How can, how can food help us to heal? Um, what else can I do um, besides food that will help us to heal naturally? Um, and then that's, you start to question the norms. Oh, you know, these foods are approved by the government, so they must be fine. <laughs> and you start to think, well, what else, you know, what else in life have we been told is good for us or is okay or is fine in moderation? Um, that is affecting my health and well-being or that is affecting the health and well-being of the land or um, our communities. And so, um, yeah, having that curious mindset is really important and not shutting down people who disagree with you but listening to them and reading as much as you can and researching and um, trying to see the other side of people's arguments so that you can learn more. Um, and that's just so important for growth. If you block out everything you disagree with, you will not grow. It's all helpful to learn from. Even if you don't agree with everything you read in a book, you will still learn from something in that book. Like I find with podcasts and books and programs and um, diets and, yeah, all the, all the different thinking out there, I like to know the reason why behind the viewpoint and I like to dig down um, to the roots of it and then I like to see what fits for me um, and that's what I mean by being curious. Um, and I also want to just mention here that I'm often asked, um, you know, questions about diet that I guess it comes from the black and white sort of thinking is this food okay? Is that food okay? Um, you know, I've heard that legumes are not healthy or I've heard that, um, you know, dairy is um, 
God, what was the thing I heard the other day? Um, that dairy will cause osteoporosis or all these thoughts. And you have like, really, if you're going by black and white rules of what, um, different people tell you or what you read on social media or what you read in a program or a diet or a cleanse or a detox kind of information that's out there. Um, these questions will constantly come up because you're sort of going by the rules, not by the principles. But if you look at food and diet and health with the principles, um, you can answer the questions for yourself. For instance, um, the principles that I think are really important, Fred, I really, you are so noisy. Okay, go over there. Some of the principles that I think are really important when it comes to food and diet are, okay, firstly, what have human beings thrived on for thousands of years? What foods? We know that, just a minute, Fred, you're really loud. Um, we know that human beings have thrived on um, dairy and meat and animal products as well as vegetables, legumes, nuts, fruits. We know that because it's all through history, honey, you know, these kind of things. But we have to think about what form were these foods in and did they do anything to make them more digestible? And often they did. Um, but you can't just black and white say all dairy is bad for you um, because if you look at the principle of um, history of use and um, how human beings have eaten and thrived in the past, you'll see that they most cultures did have dairy in some form, but it was generally fermented. Um, it was clarified butter, which is ghee. It has been um, in the human diet for thousands of years and been a healthy part of the human diet, but it wasn't, um, it's not the same as the dairy that most people eat today. Um, so the super refined dairy, so milk that's been heated and treated and cleaned um, and uh, I'm trying to think of the word homogenized, um, that's not the same milk that human beings have eaten or drunk for thousands of years. That's not the same. It doesn't have the enzymes still in it to digest it. Um that's why fermented milk products are a lot easier to digest because they're so full of those enzymes and bacteria that really help the gut to be able to, to digest it. And then you get the goodness out of it, um, plus great um, range of bacteria. So that's why I like to do 24-hour yogurt, 24-hour sour cream, fermented, sorry, um, and things like milk kefir. Um, I like to use butter and ghee. They are really healthy foods if they're from healthy cows that are feeding on pasture. Um, so if you're saying that the dairy from the supermarket that's ultra-processed is not healthy and maybe causes osteoporosis or whatever, I may agree with you there. I probably will agree with you, but I can't agree that all dairy is unhealthy in every situation. Um, so that's what I mean by black and white thinking. Um, we have to think about, you know, the, all the factors around a food. And it's not the case that all legumes are unhealthy for you, but the way that you prepare them will make them more digestible or less digestible.
Um, and maybe you've got gut health issues and so you can't cope with legumes right now and you have to wait to work on your gut health first. And then when you start to bring legumes back in, you need to make sure they're really well soaked, fermented, rinsed, cooked slowly and well, preferably in stock or broth. Um, and that will make them more digestible. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of factors. Um, and there's a lot of variables and it's not black and white. So be curious. One more thing that I want to mention is the whole idea of, um, gut healing in a bottle, quick fix, miracle pill, um, you know, some magical medicine or supplement or mineral juice, <laughs> superfood that is going to heal you and fix your gut. Um, I do get questions about this a fair bit from people saying, have you heard of such and such a product? It sounds amazing, um, you know, and it promises to heal your gut. Well, I'm very skeptical when I see a product that promises to heal your gut. Um, there seems to be a lot of them around lately. Um, and also I'm skeptical of products that say they will, they will completely help you to lose weight and be a healthy weight from a product. Um, gut health and having a healthy weight and just general health is dependent on such a variety of factors, um, including reducing stress, um, healing the lining of the gut, balancing the microbiome with fermented foods and high fiber vegetables and all of those kind of things that feed the good bacteria. Um, there's, you know, eating a nutritious whole food diet. So you're getting the micronutrients you need. Um, and so, and having the balance in your diet so that there's, um, for instance, animal fats that help you absorb the nutrients in vegetables and all those things that work together. Um, but there's also things like getting outside in the sunshine and being out in nature and um, breathing properly and um, resting and sleeping and reducing, I said reducing stress, um, spending time with people that are like-minded and having a um, supportive community. All of these things are super important for gut health and they can't be put into a bottle. Um, you can't say that if you take this supplement or if you drink this juice or if you um, take this pill, you're going to feel so much better if all those other things are still the same. Um, so yes, bought probiotics can help with your um, microbiome and your practitioner may prescribe supplements that can help um, to target specific issues along the way but it's only a small part of the whole and they can only do so much. Um, just remember to step back and look at the big picture and um, be curious about all the different things that affect your health and what areas um, you need to work on and improve. And, you know, just, just um, keep working on all the little things that come up as they come up and don't try and do everything at once. Um, and don't get overwhelmed by the thought of um, having a, a perfect diet and a perfect lifestyle. But, you know, as things come up, 
be curious about it and think about ways that you can improve in those areas and look at health as a big picture and not as a set of black and white rules, but um, look at the principles of good health and think about those. Um, I'm going to link to an article underneath with some of my um, principles for whole foods and healthy eating. Um, and I hope that will be helpful to you in trying to work out what foods are good and what foods are not so good when you go shopping and when you're working on um, your, your food for the week. Um, but also just remember there's so much more to health than food. And Elise and I talk about this a lot in the Gut Health Formula program, um, having that mindset where you're looking for the root cause of health issues and you're working on it from all different directions, not just from the food direction. All right. Have a great week, guys, and stay curious. Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.